Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 26 of the WW Bro podcast. I am your host, comedian Anthony DiDomenico. I'm joined this week uh, by a good friend of mine, an old co-worker, Kadeem Brown. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. Thank you. On I the podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about going some uh, deeper things in a little bit. Uh, as always, you know, I, I, I'm a Weight Watchers member, have been again since uh, May 1st of 2017. I weigh in on Mondays, so I will give you my uh, my weigh in total. I lost four point six pounds this week. Jeez, Ooh, let's see the smile. Let's yeah, the smile. man, down. Well, you know what it is? I, I, I went up the last two weeks. Yeah, I went up, yeah. so I lost when I went up plus a little bit. So Jeez. now I am uh, at total down of one fifteen. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, man, oh, <laughs> hit that. It's nice to get that that round number. Um, you know what it was. And I, I owned it. I, mm. I look. You sometimes you got to look in the mirror and you got to say to yourself, "What can I do differently?" Yeah. I wasn't tracking because uh, you know what it was. My, my Weight Watchers Center was closed because they were renovating. Yes, I remember you saying that. And I just had. I've been having crazy weeks where, like, I'm lucky if I have a day to mm-hmm. go do so, which is a good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping. I'm busy, which is good. Uh, so I didn't have a day, other day to go to a meeting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll just go the next week after that. But I felt as the days were going, I was tracking. But not as diligent. So you feel like the weeks you go up is like directly related to like the food you're eating. Yeah, and you know what it was also like with the freestyle program, mm-hmm. a, a lot of things are zero points. But I still always weigh and measure everything. Yeah. But I wasn't. I was playing a little more loosely, um, when I when I knew I wasn't going to go weigh in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um. I, I wasn't as exercising as much as I should have. I was using the excuse of, okay, I, I got a busy schedule. I don't have time for it. Story of my life. So what I did was I decided, you know what? I, I get up at 5.30 every morning. I'll get up at 5. I'll go walk for half an hour. Okay, okay. So that's what I've been doing every morning. Good. And the other day, um, I, I came home from my show. It was 10.30 at night. I had 8,000 steps. Mm-hmm. I never... I've gotten to 10,000 steps since I, you know, probably my, my life add up every day has been 10,000 steps, <laughs> but I'm just, like, I've never got to even like working out, going to the gym. Yeah. It's just that, you know, a lot, most of my day is very sedentary. I, I get busy. At, you know, you, you know how, you know, we work together. Of course, yeah. I get stuck in that office sometimes that I never Can't leave. Move, yeah. So even work, even going walking in the morning and then just being, you know, the rest of the day, I was at 8,000 steps. I said, you know what? I went out and I, I took another walk and I hit 10,000 steps for the first time ever. And that was a big, big victory for me. So I, you know, a lot of t- times too, like, you know, I, I tell comedians, you're not getting the spots you want. You're not getting bookings you want. It, you got to sometimes look in the mirror and take a little self inventory and say, what can I be doing to change my situation? Now I, I even before I went up, I was hitting what, a little bit of a plateau and it happens when you're on a weight loss journey, you know, your body just gets used to what you're doing. So again, I had to take some self inventory. What am I doing? What am I not doing? What can I change? Uh, I even changed some of the foods I eat. I bought an air fryer on Prime Day. Oh, how was that? Oh my god! Have you amazing. used it? I know yeah. you've been talking about it for the longest. I, you it's know, great. Me and my sister saw an air fryer in Marshalls, and we were so close to get it. I think get it was like twenty five, thirty dollars. We were so close to get it, but we never did. I on Prime Day. You know what I was? I went uh-huh. to a Weight Watcher meetup. I talked about it a couple of weeks yeah. ago. And I was talking to one of the ladies, and she was like, I have an air fryer, and it's like the most amazing thing yeah. ever. I cook everything in this thing. And I'm like, I'm like, she goes, Prime Day, they'll have good deals. Uh-huh. Mine was originally, um, 
It was one sixty nine. I got it for fifty nine ninety nine yeah. on okay, Prime okay. Day, one hundred and ten dollars off. And I looked today; it's ninety dollars. It's selling for ninety dollars. So I was like, you know what? And it was the bigger one. I was gonna buy a smaller one for like forty four. Okay, okay. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna spend the ten ten more dollars, and I say fifteen more dollars, and I'm gonna get the uh, Rolls Royce of air fryers. <laughs> and how is it? Does it taste like? Like you fried it in oily grease. Or no, because it? the oily grease is missing. <laughs> okay. But you could spray it with a little like cooking spray, and it'll give it a little more crisp. Okay. But it, it comes out really crispy. It comes out really good. I made uh, rice balls. Mm-hmm. I made cauliflower rice balls. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Instead of using rice, you see, you know, my uh, Saturday was ten years my mother passed away. Okay. So whenever this July is always a tough month for me. Her mm-hmm. birthday is in the beginning of July. She passed away at the end of the July. So I always like. Um, I think to myself all the time, like, you know, what, what can I do? Like, they're kind of remind me of like, you know, um, things with my mom. So she always made rice balls. That was the, one of my favorite things she used to make. So I said, you know what I'm going to do? Um, Saturday, I'm going to make the cauliflower rice balls. I'll go to Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I'll get the cauliflower rice. You know, I'll try the air fryer out. Absolutely phenomenal. Dope. Nice, nice, nice. So I, uh, I'm looking forward to making more things in, in that air fryer. It's going to be... Uh, it's pretty cool. Well, guess you, guess you, guess you do the sales and you convince me to go grab one. I would get <laughs> one, man. If you if you if you're uh, looking, if you're watching what you eat, uh-huh. and you like fried food, I mean, I like fried food. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm on a weight loss journey. <laughs> it, it's definitely a, a good pickup, you know. And that's a lot of the things I tell people too. Like, you know, in the, my, even in my Weight Watcher meeting, when they're like, I don't know what to eat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sick of just eating chicken and vegetables. Yeah. I'm like, well, don't eat that. Yeah. <laughs> Change it up. There's so many other stuff you can yeah, do. Yeah, so you like Italian food? I love Italian food. I'm, I'm an, I grew up in an Italian household. My grandmother cooked. My mother cooked. So I made, the dinner I made was nine smart points. Nice. It was three of these cauliflower rice balls. I got cauliflower uh, gnocchi mm-hmm. from Trader Joe's. I mixed it up with some chicken and asparagus and a homemade marinara. It was absolutely you did not know you were eating healthy. <laughs> There's just different ways to do uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Take, a, take, a, take a five seconds. You know, experiment a little bit. It's your health. <laughs> get angry about it. <laughs> the passion is there. Passion is there. So I, I you know what? And I said to myself all day, I was like stressing. I'm like, you know, I kicked my ass this week. Yeah. But I get on that scale and it's not what I want. Uh-huh. I said to myself too, I, I want to hit 114, uh-huh. 115. So I, I need to get to that number. And I got to it, so. Yeah, I've been going and going. I have yet to look at the scale. I feel like for me, the scale is like a huge discouragement. I kind of go. I kind of go by like physical appearance, how mm-hmm. I look, how my clothes are fitting, and a lot of stuff that you talk about that are really good are the non-scale victories. Yes, and absolutely. That's what I go by like a hundred percent. Oh, can I tie my shoe a little bit better? <laughs> oh, <laughs> am I am I running up the stairs? Can I breathe at the end of the top of the stairs? So I I go out a lot like that. Yeah. So that's what I kind of measure myself in my journey. That's kind of how what how I do it. Well, I made a joke uh, actually. Uh, I, I tweeted it out like mm-hmm. a, a couple months ago. I, I bought new sneakers and I actually I bend down the time without getting lightheaded. Uh, yeah. And I go, you know, you, you know, you're uh, doing well on your weight loss journey. You don't faint from tying your shoes. And it's so funny because the more weight you start losing, you start you don't even realize that you couldn't do stuff or how it was yeah. stopping you or affecting you in the past it's, from doing stuff now. It's ha- it's it's now. It's, it's mm-hmm. everything I'm doing now. And every every time I lose more weight and things happen, I. I realized that uh, I'm not where I was like when I was in my early 20s and I lost a lot of weight yeah. and I was working out like six days a week and I was I was doing a lot of crazy things. But, you know, I'm also I'm, I'm almost four. I'm going to be 39. So I'm not like I'm not 23 anymore. So yeah. 
Uh, that's another reason why I wanted to do this too. I'm push, I was pushing 40 mm-hmm. and you know, everything that comes with being overweight and older age is diabetes. Yeah, it's only going to get harder and harder. Yeah. yeah. Just not being able to move around anymore. And, uh, I got to the point that where mobility was very hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would time everything at work around one like trip. To get yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I go to the bathroom. I go to the cop machine and nah. get a drink of water. It would be like one. Knock everything out on rotation. That, that was it. So I just go sit down and then I had to move to lunch. Something like, but it was crazy. And then like uh-huh. sometimes I didn't want to go out to lunch because I didn't feel like walking out to my car. Yep, yep. I mean, that sounds sad and pathetic, but that, that was my reality. And mm-hmm. then I would come home and if I didn't have a show, I'd just sit on the couch until I went to bed. Yep. yep. And, you know, even at the comedy clubs, I, I, I stop myself from doing a lot of things outside of Social, yeah. my comfort zone of Long Island comedy because I, I couldn't do it. I go to the, going to the city, was, I couldn't go to the city, mm-hmm, walk around mm-hmm. the city. Now, this past couple of months, I've been going to the city more. Yeah, you've been all over. Yeah. Like, I texted you the other day when you got on that card with the, uh, that bill with that big guy. Um, oh, Dante Nero. Yeah, yeah. Dante Nero. I was with yeah. him on Saturday. Funny look, dude. Funny yeah. dude. So it's crazy how everything is directly affecting from you losing the weight, everything. from you like your career is like going crazy right now. You're in Astoria, you're in Queens, you're in the city, places you have never went if you yeah, didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm not letting it hold me back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the main goal. And you're like, you said like about the scale, like you don't look at the scale. Yeah, yeah, I stay away from the scale. I mean, weight Watchers, that's that's the thing. You pay, you weigh in every yeah, week, yeah, it's yeah. part of the thing. And like, I like to know where I am too, but again... That's just that one moment of that day. That's what I weigh. Okay, yeah. And weight changes if, every if day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and when I went up the week before, the, those two, you know, those the week I didn't weigh in, mm-hmm. I had huge non-scale victories. I put a shirt on that I bought um, in January mm-hmm. that was like a sports bra when I put it on, yeah. <laughs> like you know, and then <laughs> and it, it, I Fourth of July I put it on. I was like, it fit. I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy. And then the other day I. I bought this Macho Man T-shirt because mm-hmm. you, you've seen the videos me and my yeah, friend yeah, Nick yeah, do every course, year for WrestleMania. <laughs> and when we did Macho Man, I bought the Macho Man shirt, uh-huh. and it didn't it no like shot at yeah. So the other day I'm getting ready for work, and I'm like, mm-hmm. let me just try this on. I'm like, all right, that fit too. Let's that's go. another thing that's like you know a huge non-scale victory. My my belt's getting loose. I have to go mm-hmm. buy new pants soon because. I look like clown pants. <laughs> I look like those big Janko jeans from, uh, from the 90s. No, that's even me. Like, beginning of this year, like, that's when I really, really started going hard at the yeah. weight loss and everything. The beginning of this year, I was up to a 2X shirt. And for me, that's like, oh, man. Like, like I felt bad. I felt sluggish. I felt like it, it wasn't the best feeling that I had. Yeah. And, like, a lot of the social stuff that you talk about as well. Like, you don't want to go out. You don't want to do this. You're just not motivated to do anything. So, well, And it's, it's, it's funny, too, because you are – are you you're in the camp of a, a professional boxer? Or? So, you see, so – and that's, that was the biggest thing for me. Like, my biggest problem <laughs> – is I eat too much. That is directly <laughs> affected to me loving food. Yeah. Even from when I was younger, I'm oh I was very very athletic. I played football, lacrosse. I was third in Nassau County in wrestling. Really? So I was doing yeah 170, 174. Yeah yeah. I didn't know you wrestled. I knew yeah. you box and other things like that. I didn't yeah, know you wrestled. Wrestling. I wrestled for a couple of years. A lot of people in my family wrestled. So and I was pretty good at it. But I would train, train, train so hard. Then I would leave training, go get the Chinese food, <laughs> and do that. So I have like everybody looks at me with I have an athletic like physique, but it's it's not because I want one. It's because I just train really hard, and then I'll go eat a shitload of food after I finish eating. So those are the hardest things with me. And even now, like I hang around with a lot of professional athletes right yeah. now. I'm always in camp with them. I'm always working out with well, give, them. Give, always, give them a plug. Oh, Tyrone James, 8-0. So, yeah, I'm a personal assistant for a professional boxer. So I'm around him all the time. So I'm always in camp with him. I'm always around people. 
I'm always and the thing is, I'm always able to keep up with these guys because I've been training with these guys from when they started their career until yeah. now. So it's not like um, I'm sluggish or anything like that. I, I just feel like I was too big and I needed to like slim down. Okay, so, so you always you always were athletic. That's that, that never yeah, changed. Yeah, I was so. always athletic. Always, but I would I'll be athletic. I, I would run miles and then I would go home and I would eat eat the, eat it right yeah, away. I mean, I follow you. I I don't see as much as I used to because we don't work together. Anymore, mm-hmm. But I follow you on social media and I you see you running a lot. You yeah. you always run. I always go. I'm, I feel like I'm always physically. I'm always physically fit. I'm always ready for a run. I'm yeah. always ready to go. I don't mind doing anything. But for me, it's directly to the fact that what, what I'm eating, and it's not that I'm eating bad foods because I still watch what I eat. So I still eat very healthy foods. Yeah. But I'll just eat way too much of it. And yeah, I feel like true. we come from kind of we have different cultures, but our cultures are the exact same. I'm Korean. Oh, yeah. I'm Jamaican. Okay. When we go. When I go to eat somewhere, it can be somebody's graduated. It could be my grandmother <laughs> saying, oh, come over for a quick bite to eat. It's a platter of yep. food. Every time I go over to my Italian friend's house, I, I feel the same way. Like, we're having a little <laughs> bit of food. And, like, two two dining room tables are just full with food. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to go to town today. <laughs> my, my grandmother, like, oh, it would make on Tuesday night was – Leftover night, it'd be, it'd be the leftover <laughs> macaroni, be leftover gravy from Sunday, yeah. and the meatballs and everything. But she, because it was leftovers, yeah. it wasn't enough food, so she'd make like chicken wings. So make more food, and she'd make yeah, eggplant parm, <laughs> and then she'd make like big zucchini, and she just because it was left, oh, not enough uh-huh. to eat. Yeah. So it'd be like even more food than Sunday, yeah. which is the big yeah. meal. <laughs> but yeah, my 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 mother cut out like on Thanksgiving. My my great grandmother used to make macaroni before the whole turkey dinner. Yeah, okay, okay, that's Italian tradition. You have like lasagna. Or a macaroni so dish, yeah. I mean, basically, you have a whole big macaroni <laughs> dinner with the meat, meat, the meat, and everything, and then you have the turkey uh-huh. dinner. So my mother, my mother said, like, remember I was watching something on TV and like they were they were doing that. I'm like, mom, did we? Did Grandma ever do that? She goes, yeah, I put an end to it. It's too much food. Uh-huh. It's enough. Like, <laughs> we have a whole turkey dinner. We don't need macaroni meatballs before before we eat. But like my mother was the same way too. She would constantly throw like you know there was always when she made dinner there was a ton of food. Like, first of all. Because we would sit down, and mm-hmm. me and my brother would be like, well, how much can we have of this? Yeah. Like, you know, if there was, like, chicken colors, how many chicken colors can <laughs> uh-huh. I have? Or, like, how many hamburgers can I Like, it was always, like, a thing, so she had to make enough that there was a left food for my dad, yeah, food yeah. for her. Like, you know, was, and then and, you know why she's making it. You're there picking at it, like, like getting chicken. Well, like, yeah, that's my, really big at my house, too. While my mom's making food, yeah, we we're standing there, just passing by, picking up one and keeping oh, it moving. Oh, she was, she was cooking, forget about it. And the then drive-by. <laughs> she, she, when she was older, like, in her 40s, she went back to school. Yes, yes. And my my mother was, was amazing. She she you know made sure we always had dinner every night. So she would on Sundays mm-hmm. get up at five o'clock in the morning and cook Jeez. for the week. Like talk about meal prep. Yeah. Like you'll do meal prep now. <laughs> it's nothing compared to what Lydia Di Domenico used to do on a Sunday. Get up at five o'clock in the morning, and and meal prep. And my brother sometimes would come home drunk and he'd eat like. <laughs> and he would, like my mother would open my mother would open the meatloaf and we had three quarters were gone. <laughs> So like yeah, she would meal prep for the week and like you know you you were like oh what's that what's this like, you know yeah, like yeah. there's always food there, and yeah you grow up in in those kind of households where like it's that's how you you celebrated things with food and it's, it's still that way, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you know it's always like you know for birthdays my dad always makes uh, his macaroni with oil and garlic yeah we yeah. call it, we call it oily, oily. and <laughs> it's very it's very it's not it's not a a, a hard dinner to make. It's it's the macaroni oil and garlic. My brother grills up some sausage, a mm-hmm. salad, a couple other things. But we eat a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. But that, again, that's we that's every birthday, and I look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Like we look for every kind of occasion. You look forward to those things. Mm-hmm. 
And the same thing, like on Christmas, you know, we don't do it as big as we used to now, you know, whatever, you know, just Everybody people being gone. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and my brother goes to his in-laws on Christmas Eve. So okay. it's, now it's just my dad and me, my, my uncle. And they, they fry fish all night because yeah. seven fishes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's like, it's the whole thing. It's like every every holiday is like, okay, here's the, eat, yeah. it's, it's about the same food. Thing in my, like the same thing in my family. Everything revolves around food. Everything revolves yeah. around food. And even what what's hard, too, is even with my girlfriend. Now, you met my girlfriend a while back. You still one. with the same girl? Yeah, same one. Same I, one. Uh, what that girl? <laughs> Knock suit on my cupboard I'm, zone, right? I'm so, I'm so, I'm so surprised. <laughs> I got a good personality. What can I say? <laughs> so, yeah. So, Definitely out kicking your coverage with that one i'll tell you that right now no she's a sweet girl very sweet girl i'm, I'm so, happy you guys are still together i appreciate it. so even with her she's really skinny and she'll out eat me any single day surprisingly and it doesn't go anywhere so and for her every time we do something let's go grab food let's go grab snack let's do this let's do that so i'm constantly eating eating the, the worst food around her and like she'll eat and it'll be going like you don't see an inch of it on her for me oh, if man. i eat anything like I, I feel it, I see it, and it gets crazy. I always had that too. Like even like as as a kid, I, w I was a heavy kid, and my my mm. mother my mother never overfed me. Yeah, like everything I I my I put everything on me. Like everybody go, oh, my mother. No, no. Agreed. Yeah. My mother always went out of her way to make sure I, I had healthy food. I would then eat it at school. Like my friend Chris was a skinny kid. He never ate all his food. Yeah. I would eat the rest of his lunch. Uh -huh. Like so, I always like. Oh, my mother sent me to school like lunch money. I bought three ice creams. Yeah, yeah. Like it was just always <laughs> like there was always things like you know it was. It was not my mother was like, it's actually somebody had said something to her like when we were kids, like, oh, I can't believe you made, let Anthony eat all that food. She was like, I don't think it's going to be anything. I can fruit. So, I mean, and especially when I got into high school. Yeah, yeah. Now your friends are driving, you're driving. Mm -hmm. and we hit up fast food restaurants every night. We go out and hang out. End of the night, we hit like a McDonald's or a Wendy's or someplace in a parking yeah. lot and just hang out and, and eat. And that's where I really started gaining weight, and that's where it really got out of control. And I'm not like I don't eat like a normal person. I mean, I, I go crazy. So yeah. <laughs> that's in me. So I mean, being I guess in it around a, a family, you know, I'm not blaming my family at all. I don't. I blame blame me 100. percent But when food is around, yeah, my brother owns hard. a deli for God's sake. Like it's like it's, <laughs> which is really good. Finn's 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Um, but I remember like one time. I've been on off the program forever, Weight Watchers. I mean, this is the first one I'm really actually serious about it, like to the point where like it's like a, a mindset change. But uh, one time I went to his deli and I ordered like a chopped salad, but I got like a big bag of big chips. He goes, what are you, what are you doing with those? I'm like, well, they're big. He goes, yeah. he took them and he ate them in front of me. He's like, you don't need to eat these. These are good. Like, you know, he's eating them and like, so, I mean, he, he, people know like, you know, you, you, you people have self-control. I, I don't have self-control. So that's why I like Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. Because it is regimented, it is stricted. I got to track everything I eat. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that I have to do that. Now, mm -hmm. people are like, oh, you can't just, people, people always go, can't you can't just do it on your own. You just stop, don't eat as much. I'm like, well, it's not that easy. It's, it's not, obviously, I can't. I, mm -hmm. I, if I don't have that regiment thing, I, I, go, I go crazy. Okay, what do you think it is? For me, I have the same thing. Like, like, I'm always sneaking in. Ah, let me just get like a burger from Wendy. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. I, I feel you like rationalize I'm, like this. I'm it's... always like for it, but in the beginning, then after I take that last bite, I'm like, why? Well, like, you, like, why? Why did I just do that? I, I feel you know it's out. wrong. You know it's mm -hmm. wrong. I mean, I, I look at it that way too. Like, you know, every once in a while I, I give in. Like, I have, like, I have a cheat meal every once a week. Of course, yeah. And, you know, sometimes I have something that I've been really wanting to have, and I'm like, well, that wasn't worth it. Because it's not. It's to me, it's, 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 it's never worth it. It's never worth it. But, like, you don't I, realize until you take that last bite. Yeah, but <laughs> I do it because, like, if I'm really craving something, yes. I say, okay, I'll have it 
after weigh-in. Mm-hmm. And then I won't have it. And, we'll be, well, and it, it's true. I have it. And then usually it's the case is like, well, it wasn't as great as I thought it was. It's never, yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't crave it for the rest of the week. But, you know, when you do do something, and you're like, oh, my God, because it sounds so good. And when you drive up, it looks so good. <laughs> and it's better, I think, in your head. Like, you remember it like yes, it was, like, the greatest yes. thing ever. And it's never good. It's never, never good. It's yeah. never good. It's never a good thing. It's never a good thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I, I, I see you're doing a lot. Like, you know, we, we, me and Kadeem used to work together. We used to work at the generator company together. And he left, which I give you a lot of credit. And, again, talk about, like, you know, I think this this plays into any kind of you know self control and and discipline. You are kind of becoming like a self made person. Yes, yes. Which yes, is yes. very hard to do. I remember when you were leaving, everybody told you not to do it. Everybody, they even offered me a raise before when I left. What I tell you? Yeah. You remember what I told you? <laughs> no, I don't remember. No, you were the one. I feel like you were the one that was kind of pushing. I me said to, do to you, it. how yes, old you yes, when you yes, left? Yes. I was twenty three. I said to you, Kadim, you're twenty three years old. Yes, yes, if you any time yes, in your life you're gonna yes. do something like this, you do it now. Yes, I, yes, I remember. Because I, I, I started chasing my dream at thirty. It's yes. kind of late. It was a little late, so I have to have a job. I have to, you know. So, at twenty three years old, if you can go do this, this is the time to do it. Especially when you're hungry and you go and you're ready to go for yeah, it. Well, the energy and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and I know probably like you and I see like you're always like. I'm supposed to, you're up like four in the morning looking at graphs yeah, and yeah. studying. So, and, yeah, yeah, you're look, looking at all this stuff. So at that time, your your eating choices cannot be this, the best. <laughs> I mean, Horrible. At four in the morning, you're hungry. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're tired. You're staring at like this computer screen. You're analyzing breakdowns, whatever yes. you do in finance. What, are you like, okay, I'm going to make myself a nice kale salad and, yeah. a, and, <laughs> and a piece of fish? For me, I'm always on the go. Like I do a bunch of stuff. I day trade. That's what I do. And your podcast too. Plug your podcast too. Oh, yeah, too, I have a so. podcast. It's called What Are We Doing? It's What Are We Doing? It's on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, anywhere that you can listen okay. to it. And Check we it basically out. talk about... Um, um, being motivated, staying motivated, reaching your goals. Kind of tunes into what we're doing exactly. here. Yeah. Like, like having, we have a lot of guests on who are various fields. He hasn't had me on yet, but it's okay. <laughs> we're, we're saying, <laughs> we're, we need a build up. We need a build up. <laughs> we have a bunch of guests, though. We just kind of talk about the field that are in and how they're killing it, how they okay. got into the field and things of that. Guess nature. I'm not killing no, it. No, 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 no. You, you are killing <laughs> I'm busting it. your balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely is what are we doing? What are we doing? So, it's okay. on everything. So, you're, you're busy. You do podcasts. You, you're in the corner of a professional body. Boxer who is on the on the rise. I yeah, mean, this world, guy, future world champ, hands down. I, 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 pretty boy, James. And I'm James not even going to lie. I, I don't know boxing. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you about who's good. I just watched the way this guy throws hands. Uh-huh. I, 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 right? Future hands, future world champion. Easily, Absolutely, easily, easily. Yeah, so. it's <laughs> he is destroying guys. So you're you're doing that. You're busy with that. You're busy with the finance, and you you, you now you, you start you're studying for your series seven. Is so that what you taking my series seven in a month? So I'm becoming a financial advisor. So that's why I kind of left that job because mm-hmm. I wanted to pursue finance. The thing about that generator job, I don't know how much you talk about. It. I'm not going to talk about it. That I don't know much, too much, but but. That the company that he works for, they work on the one percent of the one percent in Long Island. Mm-hmm. So you guys work on million dollar mansions, up like like double digit million dollar mansions. So every now and then, I would see a bit, I would see the owner, I would talk to the owner's wife, yeah. And every time we would talk, they would, I would ask like, "What do you guys do? Like, what do you do?" We'll get into that. Always finance, real estate, investing. Like maybe you get a lawyer and doctor here and there, but it's always something in finance. So I'm thinking like the current job that I had, mm-hmm. I'm seeing people retire in that field and. 
and they're still living that paycheck, not really happy and everything like that. And I was just like, you know what? Let me try to find another way to get into finance. And literally, I left at 23. I'm 27 right now, and I just got into a firm that okay. sponsored me to take my Series 7. So that's why I've been studying my ass off. For you worked hard for it. I mean, I've seen, I've seen you, and I listen to you, you know, I listen to your podcast when I can. I mean, I wish I could listen. I, I just, I work every day. I do no, shows I, at I, night. I, mm-hmm. I can barely listen to my own podcast, but I do. I do try to. I listen every now and then. I tune in and like I hear like you and uh, who's your tag team? I'm who's your Kelly. Uh, I said tag team part. Your well, you know what it is because he's got like a wrestling name, Handsome Kelly. That's his real name, Handsome. Yeah, handsome, surprisingly. His parents named him Handsome. Surprisingly. <laughs> is he a good-looking dude? I, I haven't seen him. Yeah. I'm saying, is he is he ugly? No, no, he's he's. he's you can't right. be ugly he's with a guy right. a name he like Handsome. Be ugly with a guy. He he's better groom and take care of himself. <laughs> better moisturize. He better do everything. Groom yourself. Like, come on. <laughs> so, all right. So, he, is and he's kind of like in the same field as you too, so right? He's in the same field. Yeah, that's how I kind of met him through networking in the finance field and yeah. like, kind of cross paths. And I heard some of the dollar amounts you guys were talking about about pulling in. That's that's a that was a good amount. Yeah, we do. We do, we're doing pretty good. It's, it's getting it's getting there. But we're you put out. You had to put out a lot of money too, though, right? To, so, to make yeah, money. So, so a lot of the uh, beginning stages investing in myself. Like from yeah. the time I was probably twenty three to probably like even towards last year, even now, like a lot of the money that I make, it goes back into myself. It goes okay. back reinvesting myself. And even the big part now is the weight loss. And that's why I got like a, a personal trainer as well. Okay. And a personal trainer is not cheap at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> so actually last month was my last month um, with my personal trainer. Okay. So I had him since February and I've been working with him, doing a lot of cardiovascular workouts and things like that. And I feel like that's when I've seen the biggest change in like my physique is working with somebody. Cause for me, I need somebody motive to motivate me. Like that's why I'm happy. You started this podcast literally the week that I started working out with the trainer. Oh really? Yeah. So that was perfect. And that's why I listen to you every week. Cause it's like, damn, somebody else. Cause you know, me, I don't talk to anybody about my weight. Like, like I don't like, really like, do it either. I don't this really is... talk. So, listening to somebody like you—that's why I really appreciate this. It, it really helps me out as well. Like somebody going through the same exact things, even though I'm not talking to you one on one. Yeah, I can have that talk in my head. Like, yo, somebody's out there struggling the same way. I know it's not just me because a lot of times when you get down, you're just like, "F it, I'm just gonna go eat anywhere." Stuff. Yeah, like I, I mean, I I started the podcast and it, I I wasn't gonna do it. Yeah. I I was because again, I I don't really like I don't talk about. Exactly. I never talked about my weight. It was always a thing I was ashamed of. It was always something I, I held in and never really talked about. Like if someone brought it up, I kind of changed the subject. Or I made like a joke about it, became funny about it, or we turn it around to make the person feel awkward. Of course, yeah. So when I was thinking about doing a podcast, like I, I thought about it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And then it was a re- I was going to do a wrestling podcast or a Weight Watcher. Like a Weight Watcher. Not a weight Watcher. I don't call it just a Weight Watcher podcast. A Weight Loss Journey podcast. Yeah. So I actually put a thing up on Instagram, like, you know, in the stories, I said, which kind of podcast should I do, uh, weight loss journey or wrestling? <laughs> when you realize you're the only one who likes wrestling, right, out of all your friends. Well, you know what? Actually, <laughs> more people said wrestling than I thought, oh, just people that I know, because I put it up on Facebook as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a lot of people will, like, do a weight loss journey of one, course. and people got such a great idea. Yes. And then, like, also the the business side of it, the, the you know, people like, well, not a lot of people do that. Of course. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got podcasts, you know, about wrestling, about just, just, just a talking head yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, talking about anything else. Like but you're talking about something that's different and it's your own experience and people can relate to it. And I get I get messages from people all over the country. Of course, of course. Yeah, about it's crazy. It's crazy. how they found this podcast, how it helps them, how it motivates them. And I, and I don't and it makes me feel good and helps me in my weight loss journey. Too, yeah. Because I'm like, well, I'm not really doing I, I feel like you know, I'm doing this, but like there's people doing better or doing more, but mm-hmm. you know, if you just find somebody that you know, you just reach one person, that's really the, that's the goal. goal. Yep, that's cool. And as a comedian too, like you, you go you, my job is to go up there and, and to, to connect with people and make them laugh and mm-hmm. I can add a little humor to this as well as being a serious topic and I, I you know, my other podcast, I don't. It's not as serious as like a subject matter as this is. Yeah, it's kind of freelance. Whatever you guys feel like talking about. Yeah, yeah especially in the organized chaos podcast, it's just a regular talking head podcast. We just come on and we just blabber about like you know whatever for yeah. for an hour. Um, the wrestling podcast is about wrestling, and that's it's a very small niche audience. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everybody uh, sh- has struggled at one time with something with themselves. Yeah, there'll be yes. a weight loss journey. Just not feeling good about yourself, um, and I, I think that all ties into the same thing. I think so, too. And like I said, it's a direct reflection on the performance, like I was talking about you, the performance you're making in your career yeah. and overall life, going out, talking to girls, uh, doing yeah, anything. That, that, that's a- still a mess. That's not, that hasn't... <laughs> <laughs> some stuff might, some stuff it might not fix but oh my stuff. god man <laughs> i did i did have a girlfriend for a little while um i was rooted for you too i was like ah. yeah i was rooted for myself too but it didn't really uh Pan out the didn't, way didn't work didn't work out um but again and that's you know when, but and things like that happened in the past mm-hmm. i would have used it as an excuse to to go off the wagon or overeat I, I did it in the past. I've, mm. I've done it in the past. I mean, I, I've I've used every excuse in the book. Um, you know, I gained a lot of weight these past uh, ten years. You know, because I miss my mom, and, and I, that bothers me a lot too. Mm-hmm. But like, again, at the same time, my mother got sick. She wrote me a letter, yeah. and one of the things she wrote in the letter was, "You got to take care of yourself. You know, you you only get one body. This course, is it." Yeah. Because you got to take care of yourself. She goes, the world needs you. Like she said, like you know, everybody loves Anthony. Anthony needs to love himself. And you know, those words, you know, still ring as true today as she when she wrote them uh, ten years ago, eleven years ago when she mm-hmm. first got sick. So, you know, to use that as an excuse to be like, okay, I- I'm gonna go off my program, you know, because my mom's not here and my girlfriend dumped me and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just an excuse because life, life, life throws you a bunch of shit all the time. You have I mean, to be it's, able to it's, deal with it. Have to. You know, more more things are not going to go my way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, was, it happens all the time. To, to, to then just sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to stuff my face is, is childish. You know, Saturday, Saturday was the the ten year anniversary. My mom passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, years in the past, I've just I've sat in my house and I've, I've ate myself into a coma course, because yeah. trying to get rid of the pain. You know, instead, I was like, you know what? Um, I took a show that I took. A, I had an audition spot that night in the city. Nice. I went, I, I killed my audition spot, I passed my audition spot, I'm going to get more spots now in the city, what I congrats, wanted. Congrats, So, I mean, I look at that all as a positive thing, and, and I, when I was walking to Broadway, I was at Broadway Comedy Club on Saturday, a comic that I haven't seen in years, mm-hmm. that we're still friends on social media, yeah, we course. just haven't worked together in a couple of years, she's walking out, and she was like, oh my, she's like, look at you, skinny. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, whenever he yeah, says yeah. like, whenever he gives you, I, I kind of like because I'm not skinny, but like, no, you can 100. She, say, I haven't seen you in a while. You could definitely. She, definitely but so she says, not yeah. see me in years, and she's like, I follow you. I don't know. We, she goes, we follow each other on social media. I see everything you're doing, how yeah. great it is. She goes, look at you now in the city, yeah, walking yeah, around, huge. doing your thing. She goes, that's, that's so it's so awesome. So I mean, like, and that's again that plays into like you know, I, I could have been sitting home miserable. 
mm-hmm. feeling sorry for myself. But I was like, no, I'm going to go out. My mother wouldn't want me. First of all, that's the thing, too, I tell myself during this whole thing. Every time I feel sorry about myself, I'm like, my mother would, be, would have her foot up my ass. Of course, of course. Legit, <laughs> she would stick her foot up my ass to get me moving. Um, so... I, you know, so I had, I turned a, a, a negative into a positive I and you. I did something that I was proud of. My mother could be proud of. And I took another step in further my comedy career. Cause another thing too, like I got stuck in a place because I, physically I, I didn't want to go do anything, but I, I love comedy and it's, to me, it's, it's, it's the biggest thing in my life. And, and besides my family and my nephews and my niece, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about as far as my life and what is in my life. Um, comedy is number one. And it's what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Now, if anything holding me back that I can control, I, I, yeah. I want to take, I want to get a handle on that. Of course, of course. And I feel like you're way too good of a comedian to be a quote unquote Long Island comic. Thank you. Yeah, uh, and listen, yeah. there's nothing wrong with me, but you know, like I was talking to the Booker of Governors last night. Yeah. And uh, he goes, "Yeah, nobody wants to be the king of Long Island." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a, a, a comic who is a mentor of mine, who since I started, uh, Joe Starr said to me, um, yes, I was telling him, he asked how the city went, and I was telling him, he goes, good. He goes, let me tell you something. He goes, you, industry doesn't come to you. You go to the industry. You go to show business, doesn't come to you. You go to show business. Mm-hmm. And show business is in the city. It's in New York City. Yeah, and, and you're way too close. Like, I listen to a lot of, like, the thing about me, I, I listen to a lot of personal development. So mm-hmm. I'll, it doesn't matter what you feel you're in, I'll listen to your story. And the more I listen to comics, like, like, Big Andrew, like Andrew Schultz, like Kevin Hart, like a bunch of guys... These guys started far away from New York, but one thing, they'll drive to New York on, on, on just to do a show yeah. because the mecca of comedy is here. And for you to have that in your backyard, it's crazy for you not to be taking the opportunity of that. It's, you know, it's for, for comics, it's, it's here or L.A. L.A., yes. 100%. And I, I feel like L.A., you go to more if you want to act and stuff. But I, mm-hmm. I, I believe, and I'm not maybe because I'm, I'm a New Yorker, mm-hmm. but I feel, especially now, when you have the two main late night shows are here in New York, mm-hmm. New York... New York was like the hub of comedy in 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 the before before the Tonight Show went to LA. LA, yeah, yeah. When the Tonight Show went to LA, that's when every all the comics went to LA because mm-hmm. Johnny was in LA. Back then if you got on Carson and you got the couch, uh-huh. that was your career. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's different now. We live in a different time, different course, media. Yeah. There's there's too much other competition out there. Um like I know guys who had multiple Tonight Show appearances. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing as it believe me, I would Give up a nut tomorrow be on the Tonight Show tomorrow night. Uh-huh. I would say literally take my nut out if I could go do a set on the Tonight Show. But don't get me wrong; it's still a big thing, but it doesn't make a career like it used to. Make it helps and it pushes you along and it gives you the the notoriety and the respect and everything like that. But I mean, so now I live I live in a car an hour away from the biggest and greatest city in the world. Yes, and the big to me the comedy mecca. It is, and I see all these people getting specials i see these people getting and they're all from new york oh, and they're all i know them i started with some of them you know we i've i've done shows for some some of them people that just got new faces have opened for me yep. out here on the you know, <laughs> headline uh-huh. which i'm not saying i'm better than, i'm not saying anything but like you know yeah okay i headline out here and i do this but you gotta show your face you gotta i gotta get i yeah. and i get in there and i'm lucky i met i met a guy um really funny comic really good dude his name is james goff uh, look him up, follow him. He's he's you know he's, he's from originally from the Bronx. He started actually in Boston. He moved to Boston, started comedy in Boston, came back to New York. Now he's doing his thing in New York. He just started coming out here to the island doing shows, mm-hmm. and that's why I do my wrestling podcast with my comedic jumpers podcast with. And we um, 
we hit it off right away because we're big wrestling fans. Yeah, yeah. And then like I was just talking comedy, and he's actually brought me out to the city, introduced me to people. So, um, and he gave me a big compliment. The biggest compliment he gave me because I know I can recommend you, and you're not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, and you could do the job. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna embarrass me because you put your word out for somebody, mm-hmm. especially in comedy. You get one chance, and that's it. You know, oh, you have a bad set. That's all people see. That's all yes. people know of you. Yes. So just. It all ties into me feeling better, more con- I'm more I was confident. Just about to say that, yeah, yeah, your confidence level goes through the roof. And for me, I'm kind of um, different. For me, in the fact that when my life is going good, that's when I put on the most weight because yeah. I stop going. I stop doing stuff. I stop eating good, like how I used. To. I stop going to the gym because everything's run. Like everything's moving smoothly. When something happens, when I don't get like like do something that I don't want to do or I miss opportunity, that's when I'm like, okay, I got to better myself. I got to get my confidence back. And sometimes it's, I don't, I'm, I'll go in the gym for maybe a month or two months and I, my physical appearance won't change, but just like my mental you appearance. You feel better. I yep. feel better. And Absolutely. then when you feel better, nobody can take that from you. You're on a different playing field than everybody else when you feel better too. I, I agree with that too. I mean, it's it's definitely, it, it, that's why I like to actually, that's when I started actually, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Like course. the other morning, so I, I came into work and, you know, I don't know if you remember how I was, and the more I'm grumpy in the morning. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're not grumpy. <laughs> when we're not grumpy is right, but um, actually grumpy in the morning. And I was like a little more pep in my step, and someone was like, did you have your coffee early today? I'm like, nah, actually, I went and I worked out this morning. I'm actually feeling good about myself. <laughs> Anthony with his creamer. Oh, I used to always take your creamer in the arm. Um, yeah, no shit. <laughs> the coffee creamer. But yeah, I, you feel 10 times better and you're more productive. You, your day goes a lot better. You're My, making better um, choices. Yeah, everything. And everything it runs so much more smoothly. Like tomorrow morning, I'll be up at 5 in the morning. I'm going for a walk tomorrow. I got another cra- another busy day. You know, it's like every day's. Like I'm going to my see my friend Nick's band play tomorrow night in uh, in Amityville at Revolution. Yeah. His band Demon Scar is playing. Uh, he actually does the the intro for the show, intro and outro for the show. His old band Hollow. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to see his band tomorrow night. So it's a late night, oh, I but you that, yeah. I gotta you know just I gotta do my thing during the day. I'll, I'll work out. I'll I'll, I'll meal plan. I'll, I'll I'll just make sure everything's you know make good choices. And I drink. I'm not a big drinker too. Like people like you know yeah, oh, how do I fit yeah. alcohol into it. Same not a drinker. Yeah. Um, I really don't. It doesn't bother me. I'm not a. I, I don't miss drinking. If I want a beer, I have it once in a while. But I'm not a. I'm not an alcohol guy. So that's one thing too. Like a lot of people on a weight loss program have to factor in. The alcohol, yeah, the yeah, alcohol yeah, to yeah, it, which yeah. I don't. I'm happy just drinking water. Same thing with me. I'm not. I, I'm water. I'll drink a lot of juice. That's the thing with me. Like I'll I drink like a lot of there. the thing. <laughs> I like Gatorade like and, and iced tea. So I was looking at the fact too. Like there's a TED talk out, and they talk about Gatorade. Yeah, Gatorade is like the worst thing you could drink. Absolutely worst thing. The worst thing you could drink. They were breaking full of sugar and sodium. It really <laughs> is the worst thing. Is. So they were saying that's the you're better off drinking like an orange juice or apple juice than yes. drinking the Gatorade because it's so bad for you. Gatorade. <laughs> now, like when I go. 7-Eleven like there's 7-Eleven everywhere in Long Island yep. so it, and they always have a crazy deal like like $2 for 10 drinks yeah. or something like that 10 Gatorades <laughs> for a dollar <laughs> so but these don't want they got more Gatorade please <laughs> so I'll walk in the store and now I'm more conscious about looking at the sugar level like every like the littlest container will have like 52 grams of sugar I'm like sugar okay, is a I big can't thing. drink that so I'm, I'm more like water now I'm always drinking water right? Weight Watchers it, the, the program now when they redid it again uh-huh. it focuses a lot on saturated fat and sugar because that's the that's sugar's a killer. The killer yeah. And actually what they they there was a study done like the sugar industry mm-hmm. like years ago. Yeah. Paid a lot of money to have these uh studies done to show that fat was the big thing. Yeah. Remember everything was fat free. Yes, yes, so yes, snack yes. wells like things like snack wells would come out 
where it had 75 calories, where an Oreo has 55. Mm-hmm. So you think you're eating better. But yeah. Be yeah. Eating, all you're doing is eating sugar and carbs and, and, and more calories. So it's really it's, it's a caloric intake, the, the saturated fat and sugar. That's the main focus on Weight Watchers now. And it's true. Like, I look at it now, too, like how crazy that is. Like, you know, since I've been – it's – you gotta watch your calories. I mean, yeah. you, you you don't burn as you know. Going to the gym alone does not do it. Does and they, not, they, yeah. they say it in Weight Watchers, like you know, okay. it's because to work off an M M&M, and M, how how long do you think you got to walk for? Like thirty minutes or something like that. You got to walk three football fields to, yes. to burn off an M M&M. and yeah. So I mean, just you put into that. So it's really the the eating and and the, the getting the calories down. And that's why I like so I still weigh and measure all my zero point foods course, too, because. Yeah. I want to see how many calories I'm taking in as well. Mm-hmm. And you had made a good point too on the past podcast. You talked about like those protein bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I fell in the trap of because like I, I work crazy hours. I'm always on the go. Oh, let me just get a snack to hold me over. Let me grab oh, a protein let me grab bar. This protein. And I think I'm making the right choice. Let me grab one of those hundred grams protein bars. Mm-hmm. Let me do this. Let me do that. Grab them the smallest stuff when I would be better off just taking the five minutes, ten minutes out of my life and having the full meal. Or having a, a yeah. better choice, like an apple or something like that, a, a fruit or something like that. And that's the biggest switch that I made to that helped me out a lot. Instead of grabbing these little snacks here, here, and there, yeah. grabbing like real food. Real. Well, you, you talk about going like a 7-Eleven. That's what I do on the road. Like I'll go to a 7-Eleven yeah. and <laughs> I'll, grab, I'll grab like, you know, I'm on the road, I'll grab a protein bar. And I think I'm doing like, okay, I'm getting, and it's whatever, how many points. I'm like, okay, but that's what I'm going to have. My, that's my meal. Yeah. And it's full of sugar, yeah. full of saturated fat, Ooh. too many calories. Where if you go to Seven Eleven now, you they have hard boiled eggs in the package. Yes, they have protein packs. Grab hard boiled eggs. Grab a piece of fruit. Yeah. Grab anything, and it'll actually be a better choice. And that's what their thing is: too, is making better choices for yourself. That's it. That's it. And uh, it's it. Listen, it's, it's not easy. I mean, I slip. I again, like I had a couple of weeks where I. I I didn't lose focus, so to say, but like, you know, it just becomes routine and sometimes you get bored and you got to kickstart exactly. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And that's for me, like, like confession, like the last week I didn't go to the gym not one time. Yeah. And that was me because I, I ended up with my personal trainer. So I saw that directly reflecting, like, it's in the last week of personal training, I didn't go to the gym. <laughs> so now I'm just like, my personal trainer texted me like, I know we stopped, but I haven't <laughs> seen you in the gym all week. And I'm like, I had nothing to say. So, and you, you mentioned this you. a lot. It, it's a lifetime choice. Like, like, like this is not something that... Like, for me, I know I can't do that. I can't just say, okay, I want to turn it on and turn it off. Mm-hmm. For me, there's something that I have to constantly, like, I'm around, like I said, I'm around a lot of people who eat so much food, so I have to know and push my limits. Like, yo, I have to chill out. Like, I can only eat this. I'll stay away from this and just make a better decision. Yeah, I'm, I'm around, like, you know, comics who uh, a lot of them eat, like, crap. I mean, you're at a, you're at a club or a bar and... Yeah, you get hamburgers. The of other course, day, yeah. someone got a brownie with the, the whipped cream and the chocolate sauce on it, and I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, you, you have no self control. I have no self control. But the guy who's eating is like 140 pounds. I'm like, oh yeah, he can eat yeah, it. Yeah. But like, I'm looking at it like they used to bring me out. Oh my god, <laughs> they would bring me out like two of it wasn't just one brownie, it was two brownies, uh-huh, two pieces uh-huh. of cheesecake, whipped cream, and. And they bring me a carafe of coffee. Mm-hmm. I used to drink a lot of coffee. That's the thing, too. I, I've cut down on my, my coffee intake a lot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because I would drink coffee because I was feeling tired all the time of course, and not feeling good. So I would drink more coffee, especially at work. I would drink yeah. anywhere from... Yeah, we go through coffee. Yeah, we used to go through coffee. Coffee crazy. Yeah, I used to drink like... 
<laughs> I would drink anywhere. For, that's when we make the pot. I would have anywhere from uh, two to three, four cups at work, of just course, at work. Of course. And then I have coffee at night too because I need a pick me up. And you see, I was on the road, so instead of coffee, I would hop into Seven Eleven and grab Monsters. And yeah. those are so bad too. I'm like, I'm so tired. I can't make through the day. I'll grab a Monster. I'll grab a Monster. I'll grab a Red Bull. I never that. had the Monsters. Are they? I'm always afraid to have those energy drinks. Uh, so I now when I do need an energy drink, I, there's the, they have the low white sugar monster, ones? Okay. the white can in the monster, the monster, the, the mo- we call monster. Mo- it's monster. monster. We, you say monster. monster, it's cheese, monster cheese. Are you drinking cheese? You... The right... so the white can monster. That's where the monsters. That I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that I kind of get all the time. Okay. So, but I, I tried. Those are so bad for you, too. So. I've seen Rockstar has, like, you know, uh, low sugar and no sugar uh, whatever drinks, too. Like, Rockstar has them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm not a big fan of carbonated beverages, too. I, so. I do like. I, that's the thing, too. Like, I used to like to drink soda. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. You see, I never I never was big into that. Uh, at the club, at the comedy clubs, I would drink Diet Coke all night. And mm-hmm. I just, like, I drink the big pint glass of Diet Coke like all night long. <laughs> Keep refilling hit me, that. Hit me. Because <laughs> one, it's delicious. Uh-huh. It's like a nice big pint glass with ice and a and straw. And it's diet too. I mean, how bad can diet, it be? Diet soda is <laughs> the worst thing for you. You, you, actually, you can take paint off a car with diet soda. It's, so it's true. all chemicals. It's disgusting. It's the worst thing you can drink. <laughs> Any soda, really. Soda is the worst thing you can drink. Mm-hmm. And But I... There's nothing like, to me, like a, a, a cold... Coca-Cola, uh-huh. like in a big thing of ice, that cold <laughs> I see ice. You shaking cold over Coca-Cola. there. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like thinking about it now. Like our cold, and I, you know what? I actually used to drink diet soda more, and it's not for any health reasons. Yeah. yeah. To me, <laughs> diet better. Pepsi was better than regular Pepsi. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. used to like, you know, a diet soda. I give me a nice big diet soda. I'd be the happiest person in the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's the worst thing you can drink. Yeah, and I would yeah. feel like bloated and I come back from the comedy club not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And I told the story many times before that the night that really made me like think about it, I, I got Chinese food. Yes. Okay. What did you get? I got... I remember you telling the story. I was like, what oh did he God. get? I'll tell you what I exactly <laughs> what I got. Here, here's the deal. Uh, give me the rundown. Oh, Mike just... Oh, man. My homie could deem in the building. How house. was that? Uh, Mike. Ah, Canola. What's up? What's up? <laughs> happy birthday to your little daughter. Yeah, happy birthday, Just Mike. Turned two. B- baby turned two. <laughs> um, so the the order was I got a um, a sesame chicken dinner. Uh-huh. Uh, I got it comes with an egg roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got soup. Yeah. <laughs> I got dumplings oh <laughs> and lo mein. <laughs> <laughs> and and I got like four cans of diet soda. Oh. I, I got, and you know why I was, and I used, and this was the best, like the place Jen's around the corner. Uh-huh. I could order it online, and the guy he paid for it online, yeah. so I wouldn't have to like feel weird. I had to open the door, throw, throw a tip at the guy. I, even, I, tip, the, I tip online. online. So it was like, All I gotta do is just stick, open, your hand stick my hand out, and not even look at the guy, and just take the order, and so I didn't have to feel shame. And I sat down, I, I ate, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't finish every single speck of food, but believe me, there, was a, uh, <laughs> there wasn't much left. You made a dent. <laughs> there wasn't much left. Um, and then I felt like, I felt like the food was like in my throat. Like, uh-huh. that's how high it was. Like, that's how much I ate. And I just started like, like having shortness of breath because I couldn't breathe because I was so full. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I legit thought I was going to have to call the, the ambulance that night. Like, if Jeez. it didn't stop. Like, uh-huh. like, I finally, like, I finally, like, you know, all right, I'm not that full anymore. Like, I actually went and 
The next morning I woke up and my mouth was so dry. I had the biggest headache from being just all yeah, that yeah, sodium and the soda. And I was like, and I, I texted my friend Nick that day who I'm doing this yes, with. Yes. And I said to him, dude, I said, I, I got to make changes. I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be alive. And, you know, he was dealing with the same kind of thing. And he was chasing around at the time, uh, a three-year-old mm-hmm. to a three-year-old, you know, little girl and his kid. And he's like, well, I, I can't do this either. I'm, course, I'm chasing yeah. this kid around. So we started the program together. He's down uh, close to 80 pounds. Jeez, which is ridiculous. Nice. Congrats. congrats. You know, and uh, you talk about non-scale victories. I went and saw him play for the first time that I've seen him play yeah. in, in years. I haven't seen him move like that since he's in his twenties. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm convinced that your career and success that anything you have is gonna be directly affected with your it is. weight or just you feeling good about yourself. Whatever you feeling good about yourself, concerns, whether you're doing drugs, whatever you're doing, it's directly affected. I, I, I feel my mind too is is like my, my friend Nick said, like, you know, during this last breakup, you mm-hmm. know, I was I was I was let upset, it out, let it out, let but it I was out. more pissed about it than anything else because uh-huh. I had closed that off. Like uh-huh. I was like, no more. I'm a dumb relation. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. Don't want to do this anymore. It's the same shit over and over again. I met this person. I, I admit I fell for them pretty hard, and uh, I got I was wrapped up in it. And then when it ended, I was like, mm-hmm. can't with this. I got to do this again now. Like I was yeah. annoyed and. <laughs> And like he, he was like, dude, don't even sweat it. He's like, you're the most together I've seen you in since I've known you. And that's not sad. I'm not, that doesn't mean I'm together. It's just the <laughs> most I'm together. Like, the the most like you know, since he's known me. And uh, I just feel that's a direct correlation to doing this because I'm, I feel sharper. Like I feel like between the ears, I'm sharper. Of course, yeah, yeah. I feel like before I was in a cloud. I was in a fog, and I was, it was a. I, I felt hopeless. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I really felt there was no way out of it. I really felt I had gone too far that it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered what i've done mm-hmm. like there was no way to, to to reverse this. to come back yeah because especially i would always think about the time when i was in my early 20s i lost 150 pounds on weight watchers mm-hmm. from 23 to 25 and that was the best shape i've been in my adult life mm-hmm. and then i just let things slip yeah but I, I but now that i've been doing that i think about it and i, I think the difference is that i always had an end game in mind with that yes yes that yes. was always like well i'm gonna do this then i'm gonna stop and blah blah i'm gonna like, do it on t- i'm gonna go hard until this day i'm gonna go hard until i lose x yeah well just like when i hit go i don't do it anymore yeah i'll be like, oh, yeah, done I'm but good, yeah. and i realize now that there's there's no end game there's no stop there's no end to this I'll be on Weight Watchers for the rest of my life, and course, I'm okay yeah. with that. Yeah, because it's a life change. I, yeah, I don't say it like it's a bad thing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm proud to be a Weight Watchers member, and I'm, and I'm proud to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. And I try to, you know, and, I, I, and I'm not just saying you have to do Weight Watchers. That's why it's just a weight loss program podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, anything you're doing to better yourself, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a good thing to keep doing it. I mean, even if you're in... You don't have to lose a lot of weight. Just I would say just get more active. Yeah, that, that community aspect is huge, too. Just because, like you said, anything that you're doing, yeah. you're around comics all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm around people in like a lot of finance. You need to be in that community to because to, you need people around you pushing yourself because it's so easy to lose motivation. Yep. It's so easy to move all that drive that you did and what you did in the past. One slip and, and, and 300 pounds like later, you're, 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 you're done. Oh, yeah. So, uh, it's so it's so crazy that community plays a big factor with me with anything and that's why i listen to your podcast weekly that's why for me it was so important that i had a personal yeah. trainer and when stuff gets back right i'm going to definitely have another personal trainer again i'm gonna go back to the same guy and 
keep on going back. Because for yeah, me, I need that. I you, need that community. You need that community. I, I you know. I, I, I Joe said Joe's accent here. It's, it is expensive. It's like forty four ninety five a month on the monthly pass. It, it's, listen, it's expensive. Also, eating healthy is expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what, a big ex- a weight washer. What? He's asking for Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers is forty four ninety five a month. That's okay, the okay, monthly okay. pass. Yeah. I, I pay that for the monthly pass, and I get all the e tools access and everything. But I'm sorry, just eating healthy in, in general is expensive. Yes. And I mean, you can go get for five dollars. You can get a hamburger, fries, a drink, and a cookie for five dollars. Salad costs fifteen dollars. I get a salad is fifteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, so or even you buy the healthier food is more expensive. But yes. that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Listen, I. I don't have as you know it, it's it's harder. I struggle you know buying healthier food, but you know whatever, it's the best thing for me. So I won't you know do other things. But yeah, and when it comes to cost, like you can't put a cost. It's crazy that can't put a cost it's on, hard to think it, but you really can't put a cost on yourself. Like, no, like you like you said earlier, we only get one body, we only get one time. Is it? Like it doesn't matter because I'll tell you what, like. My personal trainer cost upwards, like, or I would say around, I was getting a discount because, I mean, I'm a smooth talker, but it's like $800 people go see him a month that are people are paying to him because he's a personal trainer. He's a nutritionist. He's a stretch therapist. He has a huge medical background. So, like, I was going to a really good guy, but yeah. it's very expensive. But my sister kept telling me, like, yo, the, the, and that's what made me actually get a personal trainer because one day I was walking in my sister's room talking to her. And she was like, you look sick. Like, like, like you're getting way too big. Like you're looking sick. <laughs> and she's like, yo, you need a person. You need, you need to do something. So that that same week is when I said, yo, I need to find a, um, a personal trainer and not yep. saying you have to get a personal trainer. You can go to a gym, you can do the group workouts and things like that. But honestly, when it comes to price, don't worry about the price. Cause no, you might be paying the price in food to get better food, to get workouts, <clears throat> but you're going to make that money back. Whether it's relationships with family, relationships with people going out, being more social, I promise you will bring happiness into your life. Yeah, I mean, that's why I look at it, too. Like, you know, so I, I, I eat home. I mean, that's the thing. I'll eat, you know, I don't go out to restaurants, really. I I cook. And, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, even with my, my last girlfriend, she was very supportive of that, too. Like, you know, and I would cook a lot, and she never really asked to go out that much and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so it was, if, so, if you're with somebody, they'll understand if they're of a good course, person. Uh, yeah. Joe, no, I don't have a phone line here to call in. Joe wanted to call in. Um... What was I going to say? So, yeah, the the whole thing about, like, you know, the community. Is, like, I went to this Weight Watcher meetup a couple of weeks ago at the beach. I was the only dude there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that picture. Really and good. <laughs> you know, listen, I mean, and I was like, I wouldn't have done it like a year ago. I was first of all, out of my comfort zone at the beach, which at I the hate beach. the beach. But, you know, here I am. I'm very self-conscious about my body. I don't wear shorts. I don't I don't go in the pool, really, because I'm, I'm self-conscious. You know what? Here, these girls—they they were wearing two. They were rocking it. They were wearing two. Yeah. They were very kind. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, God damn, mm-hmm. good for you. And like a lot of them said, like you know, I used to feel like, screw it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I worked hard. And just because I don't, you know, if I, if I don't look like the, the stereotypical girls who wear a bikini, I'll, I'll, I look good. And they, 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 they did look good. I'm yes. like, give them, you know, they, and their confidence showed too. And they were feeling good. They were happy. And and that was kind of infectious too. I felt good of being course, there. And yeah, I yeah. was like, you know, okay, and. You know, it's it's the community is great. Now, like I'm fr- now, we follow all each other on social media. We, you know, we share recipes. We, we you know, it's mm-hmm. so it's definitely and that it's, community. Yeah, like that community is gonna help you a thousand percent, a thousand with the confidence. Once your confidence feels good, yeah. like not nobody can stop you. Well, I've noticed it too. Like even with like you know with, with girls, I've got you know mm-hmm. it's 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 
been better as far as like talking to them and of course yeah and even just girls coming up to me after shows and stuff and uh not that i'm interested in any of that anymore because i'm not <laughs> i get so annoyed I, I have told you in two days i love following this just my favorite part of listening to all your podcasts is following the girl journey <laughs> everybody likes to hear about that it's crazy i tell you i'll tell you something i got i got a number a couple weeks ago this girl gave me a number after a show uh-huh so I, I text her, mm-hmm. and it's like pulling teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she came up. You gave me your number and said, do you want to go out sometime? Mm-hmm. And I said, okay. <laughs> so now I'm texting you, and it's like, I feel like I'm gonna, I got to text you all the time. Text me back. <laughs> I, you text first. What is my, my, my... You don't have time for it. I don't have time for it. I forget. I, days went by, and I tell him, like, oh, I'm sorry. It's like, oh, okay, it's okay. I'm like, well, do you have something to say? Like, what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> I got this... <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't stop that in the relationship too. The same thing, but you know that too. I I look at that as a positive mm-hmm. because years ago I would have been just so happy to get a number and yes, get somebody yes. who wanted to hang out. And, and you know I'm not saying this girl's a bad person, but mm-hmm. obviously it's not the right what I'm looking for. I mm-hmm. I, I need somebody with a little personality <laughs> and like a little jump up and call me an asshole once in a while. You know, so um, it wouldn't have, it would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. She's she way too young anyway, but. <laughs> You know, because I told her, she goes, she went to the same high school as I did, but like years yes. apart. Like when I told her how old I was, like her eyes almost like fell out of her head. Um, so, I mean, but years ago, I always would have went with it. Mm-hmm. I've been happy to get anybody. Of course. Your self-worth has went up. Yeah, my self-worth went a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what I'm worth. And uh-huh. that's what helped me get over my, my the breakup, too. Exactly. I'm like, this yeah. girl don't want to be with me. She don't sure. think I'm worth time. F her. Like, yes. seriously, I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, if you don't think that I, you know, you don't care about me, I don't care about you then. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to waste my time. Like, she wanted to stay friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <sighs> like, all right, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be friends. So, you know, I tried. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Against my out. better judgment. Never works out. And then all, the one time, then, like, I was leaving for Jersey. I'm like, oh, I'll call you when I get back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, she, I, she said, like I said to her, would you want to get a coffee? Oh, I'd love to get coffee one day. I asked her coffee. Oh, I got all these plants. Oh, so, you know, yeah, yeah. so then I come back from Jersey, I call, no answer. Mm-hmm. I wait a week, I call again, no answer. I'm like, you know what? Done. That, moving on. Done. I hear you. Delete it off Facebook, done. Like, I'm not, <laughs> That's how you know it's official. <laughs> yeah. If I don't follow, I follow anybody on I, I follow, I follow people, weird people on Facebook. <laughs> I follow strangers I don't even know friend me on Facebook, I follow them. You're not, I'm not looking at your stuff. No, done. <laughs> and listen, I have no ill will towards her. I just don't have time for people that don't have time for me. Of course. And, that's, and that comes with you, you raising your values and you, oh you doing better yourself. If, if you only know like how I would pine over exes in the past, like how miserable it made me because I didn't think I would get anybody else or uh-huh. find anybody else. But you know what? Mm-hmm. This last year has, has really made me feel a lot better about myself and more confidence in that fact that like I can get a girl tomorrow if I want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want one. Hands down. Like Biggie said, fuck all you hoes. Get a grip. <laughs> right, we're we're going we're gonna to wind this down. We're coming up to an hour. Actually, this is longer than we usually do. I usually do a half hour, but we had Kadeem here in the studio. The Let's go. And he had a lot of good stuff to say. Kadeem, I want you to plug and run down some of the things these people can find you on. Yeah, first I want to say thank you for this platform. Like, this no platform's problem, helping man. a lot of people, even though you might not. You always say you don't think it's helping everybody, but it's definitely helping. It's helping me out, so that I'm your one person that you're talking <laughs> Good, to. Good, man. So. There's one person that's all that <laughs> So everybody, you can follow me at so Way Too Irrational on everything. Way Too Irrational, the number two irrational i have a podcast it's called what are we doing pc 
Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, I'm a personal assistant to a bro boxer. His name is the Jackpot Tyrone Pretty Boy James. He's eight and no out of Long Island. So oh, if you're man. in Long Island, follow him, support him. When's his next fight? His next fight is all September. I don't want to get the date. September twenty something. I'm Where not sure is exactly. it? It's at the Paramount. Oh my god. Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make it down tickets. to one of these. I have to get you tickets. No, I'll yeah. Get you tickets. I'll get you tickets. I'll get you. Don't worry. I, got, I gotta it. make it down to one of these fights. Mm-hmm. If I you mean, don't have a show, let me know. I'll tell you the exact right. date, and I'll definitely get you down there. Because he, I, I watch his videos on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so quick, and he hits yeah, yeah. so hard. I'll, I'll definitely get you tickets. So yeah, so um, and he's a good dude. I mean, we had, a, I had, yeah, we had an organized chaos. Really good dude. I mean, I'm so happy that you know you see good things happen for a good person. He works extremely. Extremely hard, yeah, oh, super hard, super hard, and and that's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm around that all the time. So for me to keep up with that, I have to keep. What up is he? Is he a lightweight well. or is he? A... He is a I think a welterweight. He, welterweight? he fights at 147. He is the future. You, you hear it here. I'm not just saying it. Yeah. Uh, Tyrone, the jackpot, pretty boy James will be the future welterweight champion of the world. You will. You heard it here on uh, WWE World Podcast <laughs> first. So when it happens, you're like, oh, that was him. That's right. That was him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're involved with that. That's where they can find you on all your social medias. Yeah. Um, all right. So and I'm huge in finance, too. If anybody wants to work on their credit, if anybody wants to talk about investment or anything like that, you can shoot me an um, a email at kadeem2287 at Yahoo, or you can just write me a DM on at Way Too Irrational, and we can talk finance. There you go. He's uh, high finance. High finance, yes, yes. All yes. right. Uh, you can find me um, on my social media platforms. You can find me on uh, it's Comic Anthony D on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. My website is anthonydlive.com. You can find all my comedy dates there. I'm plugging the show hard. It's uh, my birthday show, my almost 30th birthday, almost 39th birthday show. Mm-hmm. Not almost 30, I'm going to be 40 soon. Um, it's at Governor's Comedy Club in the Little Room, August 4th. That's uh, Saturday, 7.30 p.m. You can get tickets at govs.com or you can go to my website, anthonydlive.com and get tickets right on there. Mm-hmm. Um, as always, we are played out each week. By Hollow, you can find Something to Believe, the single on iTunes. And check out Nick's new band, Demon Scar. They just released another EP. You can find that on iTunes as, iTunes as well. Or check them out at demonscar.com. Um, once again, you can listen to the WW Bro Podcast. You can find the two places. You can find it on our, the website, www.bropodcast.podbean.com. As well as check us out on iTunes. And please, five-star rate us and review. We need those plugs uh, we'll get them up, and hopefully we get some sponsorship or something on here, and I can make some money. Coming, I don't have coming. to live in a, uh, you know, once my father sells the house, I won't have to live in a sandy renovated basement in Lindenhurst <laughs> with sandy mold and <laughs> asbestos. asbestos and things growing off the pipes. Things growing off the pipes, you know. Uh, maybe it's good for you. Maybe it's low points. Um, but I'm just, just kidding, just kidding. Um, but check out my brother's deli. My brother's got a deli, awesome deli, Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa, New York. Tell Mike you heard the plug on the show, and he'll just stare at you. But just <laughs> definitely tell him. <laughs> I want to thank Kadeem so much for coming no, down tonight. You, I really appreciate, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Take care, everyone.